This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Well, hello and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name is Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. We're from Golden Years Financial Advisors, the home of the Swan Philosophy, where we help you sleep well at night. And if you like what you hear today on our radio show, just uh, let us know. If you have questions, give us a call, 574-968-SWAN-964. Oh, that's bad. (laughs) That's not our number. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Five, That's seven. the local Domino's pizza. Why would you have that number on your mind? Oh, this is going to be too much fun. Oh, or give us a call at 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-7926. Visit us online at goldenyears-advisors.com. And if you like our shows, we have some past shows I think you'll really be interested in. Uh, A lot of good topics on retirement planning, social security strategies. And today we're going to take off with a new show for you. And you know what? Why not not talk about the uh, coronavirus pandemic and the anxiety that it's possibly causing out there and some of the uncertainties? Well, and after months of continued economic anxiety, uh, sort of thanks to the coronavirus virus pandemic, there's a lot of uncertainty out there, and we all know that. Uh, we're not going to make light of that by any means, uh, but we do want to provide maybe a little bit of hope and uh, some ideas as far as what to do as a financial checkup. So really thoroughly examining your finances to help you weather through this uh, moment of time that could be a little challenging out there and sort of help you thrive on the financial landscape uh, that we see coming forward here. So, But before we get into a discussion about the financial checkup, we'd like to introduce to you our co-host Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on your show, uh, Kevin and Michael. And I just had a crazy busy week, you know, soaking up the last days of summer as we head into fall. Time has just flown by this year uh, in some ways. And in other ways, it's dragging on. There are some (laughs) negatives, as you mentioned in your introduction there. You know, we're all dealing with the craziness uh, that has been brought on by uh, the coronavirus and we're in a political year. So people are concerned. uh, But now is the time, obviously, for that financial checkup. But before we get into that, uh, Michael, how have you been doing? What have you been up to? I've been pretty great, honestly. Uh, So the old man and I just came back from a fishing trip. just had a ton of fun. Uh, So it's always nice to take a week off, relax a little bit. Uh, We did a little bit of work, but try to take some time off, enjoy each other's company, you know, catch some fish, enjoy the sun. So it was a great time. But I mean, as I'm sure you know, whenever you take time off, you get extremely busy beforehand and extremely busy (laughs) afterwards. So uh, that's true. Cranking away on some work. Yeah, I forgot you guys went fishing uh, last week. Uh, Tell us about that. Kevin, did you catch anything? 
We did. Besides, weather. I hope you didn't catch a cold. No. But I'm talking about fish. No, the weather was nice, so we caught a lot of sun. <laughs> good. <laughs> no doubt about that, but no, we did. We uh, caught a good amount of fish and had uh, a nice uh, spread for a couple dinners and nice. uh, had a, just a great time. And, you know, Tony, during all that, probably the greatest part was to maybe just sort of separate ourselves from sort of this chaos that's been going on for these last six months and sort of press the pause button, realize that everything's going to be okay and time to get back to some basics. And, you know, that was part of that trip. It was a sort of push the pause button and very relaxing for us and a great time to just sort of strategize a bit about going forward. So now we had a great time and, uh, you know, came back and the first day back, I got to go play golf too. So it was a tough, <laughs> tough time. Well, that's nice. But what kind of fish did you guys catch? Um, you know, mostly there's uh, there's some good bass fishing going on there. Uh, so we definitely had some good bass fishing uh, and really some uh, real nice crappie fishing, too. And oh. uh, one of the oh. neat things was is even the, uh, uh, the the amount of different fish that you're able to catch. It was a 12,000 acre. Uh, they call it pond, but it was huge. So yeah. uh, they had some pike up there and just a good, good all around. Yeah, good all around fishing experience and some really Excellent. good people in the in the fishing lodge area. So really relaxing and great time, Tony. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that sounds good. And uh, you know, it's it's good to get away because obviously, you know, it's been a challenging time for a lot of folks, and uh, it is a good time to reassess your financial strategy because you know the only thing we know for sure about what's coming in the next few months is that we have no idea what's coming in the next few months. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you're definitely right, Tony. And, uh, you know, just like my father and I did, we were able to get away, reassess and, you know, kind of start planning out for what we wanted to do in the future. So that's kind of what hit us with this idea for this podcast is, you know what, let's have a financial checkup because uh, that's extraordinarily important because people right now are a little worried, a little anxious. There's a lot of chaos going on. And while we might not be able to build the perfect strategy because who knows what tomorrow has in store? It's good to build a financial strategy so that we can aim towards the future. Um, so as we always do, we take a look at a few different articles and we found one that's called 10 Steps for Successfully Completing Your Next Financial Checkup. Um, and it has some great ideas and good pieces of advice. So we're going to use that to kind of guide this discussion a little bit. But, you know, one of the first things that we really should take a close look at is our monthly spending habits. Um, now, I know we're in coronavirus pandemic time. COVID-19 and, you know, people aren't going out to get as much dinner, spending as much on drinks or, you know, going to the movies or anything like that. But it's time to kind of take a look at that. I and mean, I mean, we can look at things as spending money on Netflix, you know, and different streaming services um, and just look at the way that those fees really begin to add up. I mean, 30 bucks a month at the end of the year, we're talking about $360 a year. So it's good to kind of take a holistic look when it comes to your spending habits. Yeah, I think so, too. That's a good way to look at it. I know you guys as independents do look at the whole picture, uh, the big picture, and I think that's great. Now, obviously, there are a lot of different expenses that we have, uh, things like streaming services, and a lot of people probably even have more than two streaming services. I know we have a number of them, and these things, these are the type of expenses that add up, right? 
Yeah, Tony, it's it's one of the things that we see happening trend-wise in this last six months. Obviously, a lot of people are homebound or not going out as much. And so what they were spending, maybe like we talked about, like on restaurants and different things, there's been a big shift over to new subscription spending. And I say it that way because those are the challenges. Because as we start rolling out of this, and folks, we are going to roll out of this uh, pandemic. This will happen, whether it's fall, spring, winter, 2023. Yeah, we are going to roll out of it. The challenge is, is we're going to get back to going out uh, maybe to dinners or taking children and grandchildren out, maybe a little more vacationing and those kind of things. What happens a lot is those subscriptions continue. So be careful that once we get back to some quote normalcy, whatever that is, that you're cognitively aware that you may need to cancel some of those subscriptions that you're putting on right now. If not, it's really going to uh, adversely affect your overall budget. Yeah, I can see, you know, again, those things add up. I I think we've got a subscription to every possible streaming service right now. (laughs) There's five of us in this house and I'm going through going, do we really need that? (laughs) Um, You know, a lot of people are cutting the cord with traditional cable companies and a lot of people are because of COVID spending more time at home. So they're spending more money on things like subscriptions and, uh, you know, streaming services, things like that. Uh, But you need to watch it because you might have, uh, you know, services and things hit your bill that you're not even using or that you don't need. And I guess that's uh, one way to maybe tighten the budget a little bit uh, during these times of, uh, you know, chaos out there. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Tony. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, that's a really good point of, of making sure, because I think one other thing that we're seeing too is online spending, of course, is, is going up yeah. and we're, we're creating habits. And, you know, I did a little bit of research here a couple of weeks ago and some of that online spending is just discretionary spending, not necessity spending. And, and, and you got to be careful because as you start looking at this, you may be losing a day's work uh may lose your position you got to be careful as we're going to talk a little bit about emergency and reserves and cash flow coming up here too but make sure you're not overspending uh just because it's uh maybe you're bored and there's nothing to do and you're online researching oh i'd like to have that the other part of that is really start taking a look and i think that's a good point to really roll into is uh, why you have this time possibly sort of start crunching the numbers on your debt and it really, it could be a lot, uh, it could be an easy task really is when you start looking at your debt, putting together the old fashioned list, if you will, this is the debt, this is the interest we're paying on uh, particular things. What does it look like on my car loans or student loan or credit cards, mortgage, and just listing some things out. And, and there can be some revelation when you do that and realizing that if you may have uh, lost a job position uh, especially if you got a student loan, I'll throw this one out there. Um, if you especially have a student loan, you've lost a job position or some income. There are ways that uh, those student loans uh, payments can be reduced uh, based on an income payment plan. And if you can reduce that, keep you know, and maybe allocate those additional funds. If you reduce that one payment, a hundred bucks, maybe that hundred dollars instead of spending it now, that hundred dollars could go towards paying down a more expensive debt. So. Crunching your debt and watching your expenses, very, very, two very, very important things, Tony. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up debt because that's something that can really pull you down in a time like this. 
Uh, and obviously you have to prioritize, like you say, where do you start? And so I have to ask, where should our audience focus uh, when making a list of their priorities? Yeah, that's a that's a great point, Tony. It is very important to prioritize when it comes to debt reduction. I mean, absolutely. There's a few different ways you can really do it, but what we would often recommend depending on people's discipline and spending habits is you want to focus on debts with high interest rates. So that's what my father's talking about. We want to sit down, make a list. You know, I have X, Y, and Z debt. That's great. How much is left on there? But what's most important is what is that interest rate that is on X, Y, and Z debt? And we really want to start tackling the ones with the highest first and then kind of snowballing it on down until we're eventually able to pay them all off. And, um, you know, just something quick I wanted to mention as we were talking about budgeting and, you know, sitting down making a list of our budgets and then our debts is there's a lot of great apps out on phones nowadays that are like free budget trackers. So, Definitely take a look into some of those, uh, you know, for people that are a little bit more technologically apt, uh, those can be a huge benefit. And uh, if anyone does find really incredible ones, please don't hesitate to, you know, shoot us an email about it as we're always trying to help our clients budget out as well. Good point. Yeah, and that makes sense. And obviously, uh, credit cards have high interest rates. So if you have credit card debt, it's never good. And work on getting those paid down first. That's a good way to prioritize. I would agree with that. And I think we're having a great conversation today. Um, what would you like to discuss next? Yeah, Tony, I think the next thing we'd like to talk about, and again, we're going to stay with that Business Insider article. Again, that was called 10 Steps for Successfully Completing Your Next Financial Checkup. And, and this is where I mentioned earlier, well, let's talk about the emergency fund. The emergency fund is a foundation to planning. We always start with having adequate cash reserves or an emergency fund. And why do we talk about those things? Exactly what's going on today with the pandemic. Absolutely. You lose a job, you lose a few hours, and your income and the household goes down $500 a month or 1000 a month or maybe 2000 and on up. You need to have an adequate cash reserve or emergency fund. And, and a lot of planners out there, and you'll read a lot, is they, they target three to six months of your expenses in a cash reserve account. That's a liquid cash reserve account, not an investment. Money at the bank, we'll say it that particular way. Money you can put your hands on right away. And you know that can be a little daunting for some people to say, wow, six months of expenses, if my expenses are 3,000 a month, you're talking $18,000. Start with day one, start getting one month of expenses, start getting two months of expenses, start getting three months and, and build it on up to the point in time where you can get to that six month range. It's, it's like paying off the credit cards we talked about. It starts with making a commitment one month, one step at a time, but having adequate reserves. And Michael, I know you've got a little bit that you'd like to talk on this part too. Yeah. And building up that emergency fund is extremely important, but that's also why it's important to know what those expenses are. Because as things start to get tight right now, people might feel a little pressure to reach in and pull funds out of that emergency fund. Don't do that unless you absolutely need to, right. because you don't want to begin to create a habit where, well, you know, I'm just going to take a little bit out today and, you know, another 200 the next day. And then all of a sudden we do it for six months, but I'm going to stop at the end of six months. Oh, there goes another six months. That emergency fund is there for a reason. 
and it's when you need it. That's exactly right. And it all has to do, you know, like our business, we, we, here we, we have this acronym, if you will, called the SWAN, S-W-A-N, sleep well at night. When you have the right amount of emergency funds, it's just this peace of mind, Tony, that it, it helps you from going into debt. If you don't have emergency funds and the refrigerator goes out and it's $1,500 for a refrigerator, people are using their credit cards as an emergency fund. We need to get away from that because then we're buying back into those high interest rates. So again, peace of mind, sleeping well at night, having an adequate emergency fund. I know we talked about that a lot, but that is extremely important. Oh, yeah, it's huge, obviously. Um, and so emergency funds, I know I've heard three to six months, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is that about what you recommend? Yeah. Three to six months. You know, I, I think that's a, from the certified financial planning board that, uh, is something good to adhere by three to six months. I, uh, then if you're in retirement, we, you know, we have a little different philosophy for those that may be finding a little more financially successful. And we basically asking that question of how much, you know, how much is the right amount of reserve? So in other words, Tony, um, we may have somebody that uh, three or six months, they have low low uh, expenses, uh, low monthly expenses, uh, but they feel really comfortable having uh, $35,000 or $50,000 in the bank. And that is uh, an adequate reserve for them. Uh, we need to set those goals so you don't end up having too much sitting at a you know a tenth of one percent. So oh, if a person yeah. has you know seventy five thousand dollars, but the you know fifty thousand is their goal, then we can make some uh, some moves towards investments with that. But adequate reserves, three to six months, and if you're over the top of that, then you define what adequate reserves are for yourself personally. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we can overemphasize the importance of having an emergency fund, at least of some kind. And uh, what do you have for us next? Yeah. So uh, the next part that we're really going to talk about is, you know, so much budgeting really does come down to striking the right balance. Um, And when it comes to budgeting and, you know, doing this financial checkup, another good step is checking your credit report. And, you know, just a little tidbit that I think is important to bring up right now is, as everyone knows, there's three primary credit bureaus that can supply you with a credit report. We have Experian, uh, Equifax, and TransUnion. Previously, you could get a free copy of your credit report just once a year by visiting freecreditreport.com. But as Business Insider notes and what we're able to do now because of this pandemic is you can actually get a free copy of your credit report every week through April 2021. And uh, I think that's really important thing to bring up. So nobody should really hesitate taking a look at that because it'll help balance and, you know, bring up information as to how you might be able to make your credit a little bit better as well. Well, yeah, and good point. So obviously uh, credit history is important and a credit report can provide you with a blueprint for improving your overall credit status, correct? You're absolutely right, Tony. And I'm going to speak on this one here uh, because about 18 years ago, um, I decided to really start looking into my own personal credit report. And interesting, you know, what I was able to find in the report. And, and I'll just totally honest here. I look at my credit report every month and I've done this for 18 years. And initially, when I first got into that report, I found a lot of discrepancies between the three different bureaus reporting. I found some information on the reports that needed to be taken off. I was able to submit a request and have those uh, discrepancies removed from my credit report. And overnight, almost overnight, because they do it about every month, within a month, my credit score went up 50 points. 
just by knowing what was on my credit report. And even like even with my spouse where they had uh, name misspelled and a couple of different things. It's amazing. You need to clean up your credit report. And the one of the best things about having a good service where you can look at your credit report is you can actually run scenarios. You can run scenarios on most things to say, okay, what if I paid off this credit card? What if I paid off this? What if I consolidated these two credit cards into this one at a lower rate? And it'll come up and show you exactly, hey, my credit score went up this much, it went up that much, uh, or it went down if you did this, or I'm going to take out more credit. This is extremely important because credit scores drive most all purchases, all the way from a cell phone, if you will, utilities, cars and mortgages everybody knows that but it's driving a lot of things so monitor that report do not take it for granted and make sure that you're looking a reason i look at it every month is just in case somebody reported something on my credit history that was not accurate and i had that happen one time personally and i was able to contact the particular credit card found out there was a fraud taking place on there and get everything removed and restore restore those uh, points on the credit report. So again, history here, 18 years of credit or credit report monitoring, it has paid off and I can't stress it enough. So I assume your identity has not been stolen. It has not. Uh, you know, That's I would have found know. out right away. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I want to publish that, but uh, you know, it, I just you know, you've got to be safe, you got to be secure, but you have to re- monitor stuff because Tony, nobody else is going to monitor it for you. Yeah. That's a good point. Now, we're talking about why, especially in the current economy, uh, it's the perfect time to really put your budget through a financial checkup. You've gone over a number of points. Uh, What do you have next for us? You know, in our final segment today, Tony, I, I think we should just focus on, if you may, retirement. And this is another article out of U.S. News and World Report. And this article called uh, Retirement Planning Mistakes to Avoid during coronavirus. Okay, man, that's right relevant here today. So we're going to take a look at a couple things in retirement and pretty much taking a look at not being emotional or making overly emotional financial decisions and pretty well just maybe you have to make a few adjustments here and there, but basically stay in the course. And we're going to talk a lot about and a little bit in this area about making sure you have a really good financial advisor. Well, there you go. Obviously, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it's good to point out you don't have to do this alone. You should be working with a trusted financial professional. And I think that it's uh, reasonable to assume the economic uncertainty of the last few months has a lot of people concerned about retirement. Uh, So what do you have for us on this? Oh, yeah, you're completely right. And it's absolutely justified that people are getting a little worried about retirement coming up. Um, It's a very uncertain time. But, you know, one of the things the article brings up that kind of caught my eye is the wisdom of not turning off automatic contributions to things like 401k. And, you know, kind of like I mentioned earlier, when it comes to the emergency fund, don't get into the bad habit of, well, we're getting a little tight. Let's pull a little bit of money out of here. Let's stop putting in our five, six, seven, eight percent into the 401k just for a few months so that we have a few extra hundred, a few thousand more dollars, because those few months can turn into a very, very long time because you get either accustomed to it or you kind of just forget to turn it back on. But taking a break from your retirement savings plan can really just put your retirement goals at an extremely risky point. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's just important to kind of stick with the long-term goals and focus on those during these uncertain and volatile times. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Good advice right there. Um, so you need to adjust your strategy as needed, but I hear you guys saying, let's not lose sight of our big goals. And I think that's logical. Yeah, Tony, you're, you're hearing that exactly right. You, you have to stay on track. You may have to tighten the belt a little bit, not get emotional about it and be cautious when it comes to, you know, like Michael said, contributions, don't discontinue contributions, but I'm going to hit the other side. Uh, the CARES Act, which was a great act, is put something out there that allows you to pull out up to uh, $100,000 uh, out of a 401k if the money is withdrawn for a, a coronavirus related reason. And just because that's out there doesn't mean you have to use it. And when you pull it out, what they're saying is you don't have to pay the 10% penalty, okay, for an early withdrawal. So somebody under the age of 59 and a half, it, it was out there to take care of some real big financial uncertainties. It's not out there to uh, take care of some expenses that you, you that may not be uh, necessary expenses. So be careful if you're pulling money out of a 401k, using that 10% waiver for the coronavirus related reasons, just realize that the impact that that will have on your retirement nest egg, especially with the idea of compounded interest. Again, I think here, and this is one of those points before you do something like that, you really need to work with a, a financial service professional who can sit down and look at these strategies. It may be the right strategy, but again, it may not be the right strategy and there may be other alternatives. You just need, you may need help in assessing what those overall strategies are and how it's going to affect you down the road. So be careful on some of these easy things because a lot of times the easy route is not the right route to go. Yep, that's true. Good point. Uh, and I know regular listeners of this show know that you've always been strong advocates for working with a uh, trusted financial professional and looking at the big picture. Um, so what's next? The next idea is to be aware of dangers of reverting to cash. Um, again, this is another reason why working with a financial services professional is super important. I mean, with everything that went on recently, when we hit the depth of the coronavirus pandemic, when the economy just dropped and the market dropped, it hurt me to hear and speak with other individuals that said, hey, you know, I lost a couple hundred thousand dollars, but I couldn't take the bleeding of my account anymore, so I reverted to cash. Oh, man. I mean, where the market is today, who would have seen it come back this quickly? And it, it just pains me to know that they locked in their losses. You know, that's the point of talking with somebody else at some point in time is having a little bit more comfort, you know, knowing your risk tolerance, knowing you have balance in your portfolio, not taking out where when we're at the bottom of the market and not locking in those losses. It's important to have a nice strategy in place so you feel more secure, that you're allocated correctly and you have someone to lean on to to, you know, build up that confidence as well. It's extremely important. Don't always revert to cash when you get scared. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah, opportunity loss uh, is huge if you, you converted to cash and missed the upside uh, of the market. So if times are a little tight, though, for some of our listeners, what can they better do to protect their retirement? 
Yeah, I think uh, as far as protecting the retirement, Tony, sometimes you just need to be a little flexible in life too. Uh, and what I mean by this is, you know, you may have decided two, three, four years ago that you were going to retire in, let's say, oh, October of 2020. Okay. And that might be a, a really, really good goal. Uh, but with some of the uncertainty right now, uh, you may want to reestablish that plan. It's be flexible, even though you may not want to say, hey, I'm going to work for another six months or even a year. Uh, it may behoove you to do that to enhance your retirement instead of maybe retiring because this was my goal. And but I'm going to have a lesser and less rewarding retirement financially. It may be worth just being a little bit of flexible and uh, maybe doing things a little bit different than you are anticipating uh, from the original plan. That would probably be my best suggestion, Tony. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, and I think this has been a great episode, uh, but, uh, you know, we've been talking about financial strategies, retirement strategies. If somebody is listening to this today and they don't have a solid retirement strategy in place, should they wait until the economy writes itself or is now the time? <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Definitely wait forever. Everything's going to solve its problems completely by itself. Um, you know, that's we can't wait for all that to happen. Right. Yeah. And I'd like a hundred bucks in my hand right now. Um, but no, it is always a good idea to have a strategy in place, not even just for retirement, for everything. It's always good to have a strategy. Um, if you don't have a retirement strategy in place right now, do some research. You know, of course, we'd love to have, speak with you, but Go interview some financial services professionals. It's important to have somebody in your corner, as I mentioned before, and they will help and assist you along that path, along that journey. And that's a it's a very journey to be a very important journey to begin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're basically just trying to get uh, at the end of the day, have a strategy in place and you feel a lot less anxious about it and you're going to have more confidence in the future. And and that's what a good financial advisor will help you with, Tony. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Well, great show today. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go? You know, Tony, I'm going to take one sidebar here on something we talked about, and I feel like I missed the point. And it has to do, and it's we're going to back this thing a little bit back up, has to do with a student loan. And I know right now there's a lot of student loan forgiveness going on right now. That, that means that that payment for those that decided to not make those payments, please be cautious. If your payment was $400 a month on your student loan, please be cautious not to spend that $400, okay, that you're not paying on that loan. I would say continue to pay it personally because I don't like debt. But if you're decided to go ahead and not pay that, make sure that when you have to start paying it again, that that money is there and it's in the budget and you didn't reallocate it towards something else. And that was a point that I just wanted to get across. Be very careful on the student loans and dismissing those payments because they're going to be a recurring expense that's going to come back. Yeah, good point. Why don't you let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Tony. Um, we would love to sit down and speak with some folks and, you know, help with that financial checkup, help get that strategy in place, help build confidence in their retirement strategy. I mean, it's it's easy to get in touch with us. I mean, you can either give us a call at 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-7926. Or reach out to us through our website, which is www.goldenyears-advisors.com. All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. 
Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.